Hello, Talbot Village. This is the Talbot Village podcast. Um, I'm joined by my co-host, Jawad. Hey, everyone. And today we're actually joined by another neighbor of ours, Tom, who's in the concrete business. Tom, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no worries. Hi, everybody. Tom works for Ferrari Con- uh, Ferrari Concretes. Yeah. And you're a, uh, a, a concrete cement. Actually, there's a difference yeah. between concrete and cement, right? Uh, yeah, so cement is something that's in the concrete, right? Oh, jeez, like, okay. Funny enough, <laughs> yeah, as for the trade itself, you're called a cement finisher. Okay. I don't know who made it up, who picked it, but basically, yeah, we make concrete look pretty, right? And uh, I'm also Ferrari's dump truck driver, so. Yeah, and nice. it's a Ferrari. It's a Ferrari-made dump truck, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if only. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a lot cooler. Awesome. Yeah. So the reason you you reached out to us, um, as everybody's noticed, there's a ton of concrete work being done. Um, yeah. I'm jealous because I think everybody, can, I think most people can agree with me. Um, maybe they don't, but I hate pavers. Um, <laughs> I've had pavers on all my last homes. Despite how much effort I put into them, they move, they shift, weeds grow. Yeah, like weeds, I yeah, just yeah, hate yeah. them. But when you just started talking a few minutes ago, when you came down here, you said the one thing is kind of true: is the only promise with concrete you're mentioning is that it's guaranteed to crack. Yeah, it like no matter how good of a finisher you are, how good the prep is in time, just like everything, especially with like our Canadian frost cycles and yep. whatnot, it is inevitable that you will have a crack at one point in time and also it's concrete's always guaranteed against fire and theft there you no go. one's gonna steal it that's on nice. you and it's not gonna burn down that's nice. so. yeah yeah that's <laughs> like a nice concrete uh I, I think we had our uh we had we had a uh, you know the concrete um water spout runoffs yeah yeah, yeah the yeah, little had, precast yeah. ones yeah, yeah we had one of those stolen <laughs> yeah no fair enough fair enough yeah yeah it's not, not not to shoot over your theory <laughs> or anything yeah. you know if it's a driveway or a patio i'm pretty sure nobody's gonna yeah. put that in the back of their truck so yeah. no that's yeah. that's that's awesome um why don't you tell everyone you know what's a what's what's a typical day for you like yeah sure so uh usually you know get up around five in the morning and uh Get geared up, walk the dog, pack the cooler. Got to stay hydrated because it's been a pretty hot summer. A little while, yeah. right? Even like we don't even really get rain days because it rains at night and the days are all clear, right? So yeah. we've just been going steady. I show up to the yard. I got to do my pre-trip around the truck. And we have a little toolbox talk and we discuss like, all right, this is the job site we're starting at today. And we break the team up depending on what's going on because there's different processes in concrete, right? So... Once everybody's straightened out and they're on their way, everybody's getting the job done. And, uh, you know, like, obviously to start a job, we got to show up after the quote's been done, customers agreed to everything, tear Mm -hmm. out, start, right? So pavers, probably the most common thing that we've seen this year, right? And as everybody knows in the village, just if you're walking your dog or out for a stroll with the family, you see how much they shift and everything, right? Even if you do a relay five years later, all the water that gets through, it's going to wash out the chip and dust. Pavers are going to shift again, right? So, yeah, we get everything torn out. And then uh, that's when the second process starts where uh, the forms have to go up, right? So that's when you discuss ahead of time with whoever you choose to hire out, like what you want to have done, right? So. You know, you could just have basic steps. You could have a really nice platform made out depending on how the front of your house is and where grades are, right? 
So forms go in and then uh, next step on that, you gotta get your A gravel base, right? So what you see in our village, what the builder put in, because if I'm not mistaken, it was required, like you weren't allowed to have asphalt driveways in the state. Oh no, no, no. Right, yeah, yeah. There, there was the standard where it yes. was either concrete yep. or pavers, right? But with pavers, uh, chip and dust is used, right? So the very, very fine stone with a lot of sand in the mixture. Right. Whereas when you go over to a gravel, that's more of an actual crushed stone that compacts a lot better when it's packed down, right? right. So. Uh, what you're looking for when someone is coming to uh, get your base ready is for a driveway, you need four to five inches of a gravel okay. as a proper base, and then it has to be tamped down, okay. right? You can't just leave it loose because then it's going to sink all yep. over the place, right? And on a driveway itself, this is one thing I always say, if you drive by a place and you see two by fours lined up for the forms, that's already wrong. Yeah. You need at least a two by six because code calls for five inches of concrete when you have a driveway. Walkways are four inches, patios as well. But then again, depending on grade, like if you have a walkout property or you're graded where your slope is trailing off from your house, sometimes, you know, you could even have to use a two by 10 or a two by 12, right? To maintain right, that right. proper to maintain, yeah. <clears throat> grade, yeah. right? Yeah. And, uh, then the most important thing, like after like all the forms are set up, uh, there's three different things uh, that your contractor has an option of using. So uh, you could either see wire mesh, which is uh, basically just eight by four foot uh, sheets of wire that are spaced out with squares, right? So those get laid down on the driveway before the concrete comes in yep. or rebars used. And that's usually spaced out into three foot squares, four foot squares, give or take, or in the concrete itself, uh, there's a product which is called polyfiber. Yep. So when the concrete's batched into the truck, that's something that's added. And basically it works like fiberglass where right, it bonds right. the concrete together, right? right? Um, so these are things that help the concrete from, for example, uh, from falling shifting that right. kind of thing keeps yeah. it all together right? and imagine each respective option comes at a different cost yeah for sure right uh the most common thing you will see is wire mesh that's what we use yep. we don't really have and we don't see any issues with it right, right. especially because since the boss man pays for it and <laughs> you're paying for it if we're not pulling it up we're definitely getting an earful right yeah, here yeah, so, so we always make sure wires getting pulled up Polyfibers are a really great solution for patios, I always say, uh, because it helps add that strength. So sometimes it doesn't even hurt to request to put poly okay. into the concrete mix and on top of that have the wire mesh, right? Sure, sure. Yeah. just added resistance. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And another thing too that you wanna look for, which is really important, is uh, having your dowels drilled into your concrete foundation and then having rebar coming out of that. And the whole point of that is, so take the front of your garage, any walkway along your house, having that rebar there will prevent the concrete from sinking and shifting. It'll hold it and bind it towards the house, right? And then right. you also wanna make sure that you see the contractor lay out expansion foam along any existing concrete 
because that also helps with our frost cycles yeah. and whatnot, right? So, so we need to fix your thing upstairs. Yeah, what? Yeah, the shift thing with your driveway. Yeah, that's well. That, that I, <laughs> I absolutely conquered. Yeah. I, hate, I hate those pavers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in terms of like runoffs, actually, I was when you're saying um, yeah. in the differences. So um, our rental property, for instance, so we did put sure. in a nice long concrete slab and yeah. the work was good we, we hired pros yeah um and it'll take me on to my second point actually yeah but the first one so the guy said it's fine to do it the way we did it was to have the runoffs from spouts run down the driveway right but then i talked to somebody else and they said you should absolutely not have water running down from your spouts down the driveway because it could actually cause issues what's is there a proper answer there um yes and no uh basically there's it doesn't hurt when you have water on concrete. Like, right. That's fine. Once concrete's cured, the water's, like, concrete is porous, but the concrete's still going to run, and or the water's still going to run down, yep. right? Obviously, the grading and the way the concrete's been placed is important, so you actually do have that proper runoff. What we personally do at Ferrari is anytime there is a water uh, downspout coming from your eaves drop, we always buy uh, like PVC flexible piping you and bury it. we bury it yeah. underneath the gravel. So like we dig in a good like foot and a half and make sure that you have proper drainage and we just bring it out to, you know, the property line where it meets with your neighbor. So it just runs down because most properties are graded in towards right. each other. Right. Yep. Yeah. So right. just for that sense and then you don't really have to worry about it and also, you don't have something sticking out on your concrete, right? Yeah, so. that was it. We just didn't happen to there. Th yeah. This particular property, it's an old, it's in uh, Soho, old house. Okay. Yeah. yeah Very yeah. narrow driveways. We didn't have the option. Yeah. Um, but what I really wanted to ask you, so we, sure. we actually just saw with my neighbors next door, um, they just hired some, some kind of, they, they hired a company who, you know, I think they fairly confident they did their due diligence. They, yeah. they called a few places and the big difference between you know, a guy that can get access to cement and's got and has some tools and a yeah. company like yourself. Yeah. We see it. We see the jobs. We see the guys that, you know, try and do the stamp concrete and then can pour it and flatten it out themselves. Yeah. yeah. It's like I mean, how how big of a difference here are we talking about when it comes to I'm gonna save a thousand, two thousand bucks to call some guy in the truck? Yeah, like uh, like you mean in terms of like who you're hiring to actually in terms of like the product you're getting yeah, yeah, and the yeah, problems yeah. you're gonna yeah, run right. into because yeah. everybody thinks, yeah, I'm just going to get a guy, like, I can get some bags yeah. and yeah. I can lay it down and I can figure it out, right? For sure. So, like, big things, like, um, there's lots of companies in London, of course, and then you see a lot of people who also advertise on Facebook, Kijiji, what's yes. the guys I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the industry, we dub them kind of, like, as the weekend warriors and whatnot. Like, yeah. So, it's usually guys that have a job already and, like, they decide, all right, we're going to take on some side work for ourselves, try to get some work done. And they may be fairly more experienced in commercial work than in residential work. And there's different processes in the way concrete sure. is finished, right? Yep. So when guys are doing it that aren't as experienced in residential or just don't even have a big enough crew that, you know, is just a well-oiled machine where everybody knows their job and right, you have right, someone right. dedicated running the chute. You have a guy dedicated to raking, a guy dedicated to screeding the concrete, right? It makes all the difference. When I first started in the industry, I worked on a three-man crew. 
And it was backbreaking work, so much harder to get done, way more stressful. Now we have, I work on a six man crew and we can literally empty out a truck in 20 minutes and have all the concrete on the driveway and start finishing it, right? Nice. So yeah, nice. it does make a difference and you can see that, right? Like, you know, when we show up to a job, we have a dump truck, we have a skid steer, we have a truck dedicated just for our lumber and tools and then another like smaller dump truck as well to haul out, for example, like if we have saw, because you're not allowed to mix those kinds of things when you take them out to the right. dump, right? Sure. So. I'll kind of piggyback on that question yeah. um, because I mean we see it in, in, in any industry, sure. right? Yeah. Everybody looks after price. Yeah. And when the price difference sometimes is, you know, in a, in, a, in a previous life I used to be a, I used to be a contractor, so okay. so yeah, I, yeah. I had You're I had experience. With it. Yeah. I had experience firsthand. Yeah. Uh, when the difference between you and the next guy is five or six or seven grand or whatever number right. that is, right? How do you help the client understand that in the long run it's worth paying that? extra yeah, money no, no. up front. Yeah, fair enough, fair right. enough. Um, coming down to that, right, like you look at different pedigrees, you take uh, Ferrari, for example, which yeah. was established in 1979, right? Like my boss and his brother, like I'm not even kidding when I say this, their dad and uncle would pull them out of high school and yeah. tell them like, you guys are coming out of work. Like yeah. they've, they've been doing concrete longer than, you know, like half of my life, yeah. I would want to say, right? Yeah. So. Those are little things you obviously want to look for is a reputation, word of mouth, right? Sure. Like, and the bigger companies that you see, right? Like when you call in, check Google reviews, anything like that. And mm -hmm. you just even want to say like, hey, do you mind? Like, tell me where a recent job is that you had. Right, so you can right. just even go take a look at it, right? Because yeah. it doesn't hurt to just take 10, 15 minutes out of your day to go for a drive and see firsthand what the work sure. is. Because anyone can show you a picture on a phone, right? right? Or, yeah. you know, yeah. send you a link and be like, oh, these are some of the jobs we've done. When you can see something firsthand, yeah. it makes a difference, right? And you can usually tell as well when you have the contractor initially come to do an estimate for you, yeah. whether they really know what they're talking about or not. Yeah, right? it's a good tip. So, it can change too, because yeah. like, what would you say the average... I don't know, maybe a little hard, but like the average quote that you guys are given in these last few months, what would you say the average driveway? Yeah, I'd say like if you're looking at your standard driveway that, and you have like just a simple walkway. Yeah, nothing crazy, just door, we'll yeah. call it a flat, yeah, broom, flat driveway yeah, and, and broom just finish. Sure. Anywhere in the neighborhood of about 10 to 15,000. Yeah, which is what I was, yeah. was going to say, yeah. like 12, 12, 15 grand. Yeah. And that, that's a good chunk of cash. It is, yeah. A good chunk of cash. Yeah. And to have, you know, large cracks, because that's, I guess, would you, would you agree that would be the, the biggest issue with going with somebody who's maybe not as experienced as, as maybe getting cracks that shouldn't right. be present and otherwise? that can definitely happen. Usually when cracks happen on a very fresh job, uh, there's a couple of factors that come into that. So the initial like grading with the gravel uh, wasn't proper and you may have some spots that are significantly deeper so there's more concrete, right? right? right so right. you have a lot more weight stress there and also the way concrete's curing, it's not gonna cure at the same pace if for example you have six and a half inches of concrete sure. in one spot and then five in another. Right. Um, it's also very important what we always make sure like even on a very, very hot day, if we pour a driveway in the morning, like sometimes we will have to come back in the evening to put the saw cuts into it, right? Because right. 
that's a very important factor uh, in your concrete is making sure those like stress relief cuts get put in yep. as soon as possible. So usually whenever we pour a driveway or a patio, regardless of what the job is, first thing the next morning, the cutting crew shows up, they strip all the forms off and then they put the saw cuts in. And those are, they don't go entirely through the concrete. It's just a little bit in. And the whole point of that is to prevent a crack from running all the way through right so you're spacing oh, it gotcha. out based on and like that's one thing we're taught in school and in the industry as well is uh you know you can't leave 10 feet for a cut right you have to make sure you're spacing it accordingly right so you're taking hence the name stress relief cuts, right right to take See, the i always thought and maybe it. i guess i was wrong but i always thought the cut lines were to allow movement yeah, is no. Not, is that not the case? No, no. Uh, the the stress. They're more so. They yeah. They do help with the movement and also because if you just have one giant like piece of concrete without right. those cuts, right? Yes, like, of course. Any shift in one corner or in the middle or something like that, it would just throw it. All yeah, away. it's yeah. just like for example, if a stone hits your windshield, starts off with a little tiny crack and then. Three months later, it's across your whole windshield. Right. right? That's kind of the idea. There. Interesting. So, yeah. I swear, I always thought they went right down. So you guys only go, which is like halfway down? Uh, uh, no, not halfway. Usually like, uh, it's about like an inch, inch and a half really? that the blade's going in. Yeah. Huh. So Learn something new. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know a damn thing about concrete. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. It's well, all I think good. we both just yeah. learned that cement and concrete yeah. are not the same. So, yeah, <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah. Well, why don't we why don't we give some more info to to the villas because it's I think it's really important with the, yeah. the amount of jobs. What would you say? So you have somebody coming by your house. Right. There are like you said it best. There's a ton of people out yes. there, a ton of options. Yes. If you could prioritize like three three questions or three things to really inquire to that okay. person to make sure that A, they know what they're doing, yeah. they're doing it properly, and things you need to be you know aware sure. of, what, yeah. what would you say the three most important things? Most important things. Uh, you want to talk to the guy, make sure they know what they're doing, what are things that they should be yeah, doing? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so obviously like when the person comes out uh, like for the estimating itself, when they take a look at whatever the job is, they'll be able to determine right away and like explain to you like the way everything's gonna be sloped and the way they're gonna be running the water off. Cause that's another thing, right? Like you look and you think like, oh yeah, it's pretty straightforward. You just bang up a form here, bang up a form there. But water flow is very important because right. you don't want water pooling anywhere, yeah. right? Because yep. come winter time, that's gonna be Sure. slip hazard and whatnot right, right so right. being able to explain that being able also to walk you through the process of what's going to happen so just like i was mentioning with the steps everything from where the tear out starts to where things are going to go to even little details like mentioning if you have a water shut off on your driveway versus on your grass right just even saying little things like yeah you know we're going to sleeve the water shut off with pvc pipe in the event that the city does need to turn your water off, they're not gonna have to be busting out your concrete because right, that, right. that little element's protected, right? Or mentioning to you, like, you're looking for these little details. So even if they walk along and let's say you're having a walkway put along the side of your house and you've got your gas meter there, by law, you have to box out your gas meter. You can't pour concrete right against that gas line. That's actually a big red flag, right? Really? 
So okay. just little things like that, right? And, and so they would expect they'd be expected to box it off. Yeah. So all all we do in that sense. So like you have your gas line running down into the ground, and you just gotta grab few little pieces of two by four and just frame around it so right. no concrete's gonna be okay, touching so, that yeah, 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 yeah okay yeah so it's like those kinds of little details and then also just what they can offer in terms of backing up their work right so with us in the event of there being a crack and it'll happen right like you could be the best concrete finisher in the world but you'll still get cracks and it's happened to us right like at least two to three a season mm-hmm. we come back we tear out the parts that are cracked, we pour it brand new, and we, we honor that. And you don't have to pay another dollar because yeah. you've already paid for the product. So you should be getting the product the way you want it. Yeah, right? absolutely. So, yeah. And so that's what I always say, right? Like you, you want to be able to make sure that the person stands behind their work. Right. Right. And they're going to be there for you through the process, right? Can, can, can they put their name to it? Yeah, which inevitably you're not going to get from the guy on Facebook or Kijiji. Yeah, hundred percent. And not to like you don't want to discredit the guy trying to make make extra dollars on the side. But we're talking about a twelve, fifteen, twenty because you can mean you can easily get into the twenty plus when you're oh doing, for you sure. guys do like the stamp concrete that costs more. Right? Yes, for so things like uh, and that that's one thing I also wanted to talk about was like the different types of finishes. Yeah. So you have your standard broom finish, which is the most common, which you see it's so it's just like a sidewalk where. We pass a broom along it. You get those nice lines. That's great because it helps with slips, like slip resistance and whatnot. Sure. Stamped concrete is very nice. You could, there's a plethora of colors you could pick from, right? So many different designs you could pick from in terms of stamps as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's also exposed aggregate. So that's when uh, it, the concrete is the P-stone finish where you see the little tiny pebbles on top of yeah. the very surface, yeah. right? That's a nice look. Yeah. So usually when you get into more of the decorative things, I always recommend those as borders, walkways, and patios, never driveways. And the reason I say this is... When you have exposed aggregate and you have stamped concrete, you have to maintain that product in terms of pressure washing it at least annually and then sealing it at least once a year or once every two years because it helps keep the color, right? And the big issue with us living in Canada, I know this being a plow truck driver in the winter for the city, um, we throw a lot of salt down on the roads. That salt sticks to your car, and then when you pull into your driveway, it starts dripping, salt gets onto your driveway. Right, right. When you have a decorative finish like that, especially stamp, and it's not sealed, it really starts chewing away at those stamps and at the color. So you can always see, like when you drive by a home where stamped hasn't been maintained, yep. you'll see discoloration, you'll right. even see to the point where the concrete, like we call it, it pops. And yeah. you'll see pops and like chipping in the concrete surface itself, yeah. right? So if somebody's going for longevity then, <clears throat> call it the best bang for your buck product, yeah. your suggestion is? A broom finish. Concrete broom finish. Yeah, a broom finish. And the thing is too, you like a lot of people are like, oh, I just don't want like plain white concrete. Yeah, you well, can, I, I would say the yeah. exact same thing, 100%. You, and the thing is you can add color, right? There's no reason why you can't do a colored broom finish. Right. Okay. So we've done everything from beiges to grays to even reds, right? Right. Just, just all just depending like on what goes yeah. with the house. Yeah. But you can always add color. What I always find looks most elegant is when you have 
uh, stamped borders or exposed aggregate borders put in, you're obviously going to spend a little bit more because the process now, it can't be done in one pour. You're splitting the job up into a couple more days because first you have to do the borders and the walkways, strip right. everything, and then pour the driveway itself. But that gives you a really nice look and you can actually kind of cheat in this sense because the city tells you like oh your driveway can only be so wide oh, but it's not technically driveway. if you throw you know a border and a walkway and all like of a sudden it. that's, that's a walkway experts. right yeah. so, the experts man yeah yeah they yeah. uh they came by and they trimmed our driveway yeah we can't have a three-car wide driveway yeah and we actually had to fight with the with the builder about that because these builders are building these driveways and putting up the stone. It's like, shouldn't you guys know the bylaws? Yeah, yeah. Right? Usually, like, what they do, too, if, for example, you do have the three-car garage set up, you'll always see that the furthest out garage, furthest away from the front door, they'll go right up to the property line, and then they just bow it in and make it two-car headed towards the yeah. sidewalk, right? Yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah. But uh, that's it's kind of like a cheater thing where you can kind of get away with it by doing, you know, that's like the rules. But that's that's a really big thing with concrete. Even if you just have plain concrete, like you don't have to seal it. But the big thing I do recommend always is pre just pressure wash it at sure. least once a year. Yeah. Right? Because you're going to lift all the contaminants off of it and whatnot, yeah. and you're going to keep it looking fresh, right? Like, yeah. you're spending thousands of dollars. We all, especially in today's day and age, we're all working so yeah. hard. Yeah. Everything just costs more money, and it doesn't seem like we're making any more money. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Cement, cement's yeah. not getting an issue. Right? Yeah, that's it, right? And so. I, I think you touched on a, on, a, on a good issue here, because it's not, yes, there is an element of guarantee to the work. Yeah. But there's also an element of maintenance by yeah, the for sure. owners, I guess you yeah. can say. Yeah. Same yeah. thing, you know, if you get a reno done at your house or you get your yeah. driveway done. Yes, it's only guaranteed to a point. Yeah. But then if the individual doesn't maintain their work the way they're supposed to maintain the work. That's correct. It's, you know, yeah. stuff don't last forever. Yeah, it's just, yeah. just like your car. If you were to drive it and never have the oil change well your engine's gonna go boom one day right yep. yeah. so it's you know it's little things like that that and like if you're scared to seal it's no problem to call whoever you hired before to just say hey like you know like two years has gone by like i need my driveway sealed no problem we'll come out we'll do it right like obviously there's a little bit of a cost to it sure. right but just like anything I'm yeah like, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Like, the information is what's most important because i yeah. like like i mentioned i we did our, our rental property and yeah. the guys finished the driveway and don't get me wrong they did a great job yeah. but it was driveways done they're out yeah so i'm sitting there thinking okay what do i like am i supposed to seal it am i supposed to right it? so i actually yeah. looked at all of myself and i found out i found yeah, the answers yeah, yeah. but you take something in my example, let's say the driveway started cracking or I didn't seal it and something happened and yeah. the driveway started discoloring. And the first thing I'm going to say is, well, yeah, the bloody guys did a terrible job. Yeah. Like it yeah. wasn't my yeah, fault. Sure. Sure. The guys yeah. did a shitty job and I paid full price. Yeah. And I'm going to yeah. call you up and say, come fix my driveway. Yeah. And you'll say, well, did you seal it? Did you maintain it? Right. Like, I yeah, it's the education part. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and setting expectations too. Definitely. And that, that's one thing, um, for example, like with, what I really respect about uh, working for Ferrari, my boss, not only is he probably the hardest working person on the crew, as soon as we're done working, whether it's five, six, seven PM, 
he gets in his truck and he's the one that's quoting all the jobs. He's the estimator. So you nice. are meeting the face of the company. Nice. You're dealing with him firsthand. Right. And he's walking you through this whole process. And just like you said, you were kind of left like high and dry wondering like, oh, yeah, like, what's yeah. the next step? But like he breaks it down to the point even where he'll tell it like and another extra step that we take. For example, if you do have steps... When we come back the following day after your driveway's been poured to do the saw cuts, strip the forms, and rake in all the backfill, you know, as best as we can, right? <laughs> we also purge all the steps that we do, which is a very important step because if you drive around the neighborhood, you can definitely see in some jobs where steps haven't been purged. So if the concrete hasn't been vibrated properly, you'll see that there's holes in the face of the step or the side of the step right mm -hmm. so the purging that just it's just that little extra step that buttons everything yeah. up especially if you have a bigger staircase and it's stamped for example yeah. we put that we we stamp into the purging so everything flows looks uniform right. the way it should be right and just to give those that are listening so par purging being you're taking you're basically just like the side of a cake you know, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're cleaning you got up it. with extra cement. To, to exactly, yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Do you have any? Uh... Yeah. Well, uh, if if uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna be putting Tom on the spot right now. <laughs> we're gonna okay. go with the uh... yeah. So we're gonna do some rapid fire questions. Sure. Right. You don't know what's coming. Okay. <laughs> right. But uh, you know whatever comes to mind first. Sure. Okay. So question number one is: What's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? The best piece of advice you've I've ever gotten. gotten? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, if you want something, you got to work for it. And who I've gave you that? that. Uh, my, my dad. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. This is a real one. Yeah. Um, okay. How about the, the old, um, if you didn't have a certain skill set that you could have, or, or, or sorry, you don't have an existing skill set, what would it be? Ooh, like, so something that I'd want, like... Whether it be yeah, a skill yeah. set or a talent or a talent. hobby or you wish you were seven feet tall. <laughs> this, this is actually going to sound really funny. I love music and, like, I play guitar and all of that, but I just, I can't sing for the life of me. Nice. I just, I cannot hear pitch properly. And I, it is terrible. I feel so bad for anyone who's ever heard me sing, but I just, I wish I could sing. So, Sam, we're going to karaoke after this. <laughs> yeah. you're, my, you're my wife, both. I mean, I don't think she listens to this. Hey, don't get me wrong. If, if I've had enough drinks and there is karaoke, I It's going to sound good. And it's going to be pour some sugar on me by Def Leppard. <laughs> so, oh, oh, that's God. amazing. Um, what's the one movie? That you'll watch nonstop, like oh John Wick. That's too easy, John Wick. I should have. I'm surprised. I that first. I'm always surprised at how many people. Like you know, it's it's been a hit or miss so far. People either really have to think about it, or they have they have that. Yeah, I don't have that movie. It's a good movie for me. Like there's Keanu Reeves is just he is awesome beyond belief. Super humble human being, but like. The way he acts in that and just the dedication, like, you could see, like, all his, like, gun handling and stuff. Like, it, in my opinion, it was just such a well-done movie. And, yeah. I, nice. They killed his dog, so he killed everybody. Right. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Right? I mean, are they on uh, two or three now? They, 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 they did three. They did, they did three. three, yeah. I'm not sure if a fourth one's coming. I believe so, which would be super cool. 
great because yeah. I can't get enough of John Wick. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, we're going to go to Keanu Reeves piece, but did you guys see the, the, the most recent Matrix? I saw the trailer, but I was I had a few friends that saw it, and they were yeah. like, eh, it's, it's, save it for, you know, some popcorn on the couch one night when you're super yeah. bored and you have nothing else to <laughs> Yeah, do. it was... Um, I, yeah, I didn't know what to think of yeah. it either. It was it was a it was a weird take on it. The new Top Gun though, that was it oh, it was good. Yeah, it was really good. I don't yeah, know, yeah, I just don't have time to watch movies. I, these I days. think I, I think the movie topic is going to bring up more conversations. <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah. dare you say that? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just didn't enjoy it. Oh, jeez. No, well, this uh, this this has been wonderful. Yeah, no, uh, awesome. Thanks thank, for, thank you so uh, much me for coming out. Guys. Yeah. Absolutely, it's always yeah. a pleasure. Yeah, we're um, so next week we have somebody as well from the village. Um, obviously, I should go without saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so they've actually started a home business. They're doing um, it's kind of like a beer beer catering style. We'll we'll let him describe it. Sounds, it the whole idea sounds really cool. And they just started right. it out of uh, out of their their home in their garage, so to speak, and that's what that'll be pretty about. cool. And then then we got somebody lined up for the week following as yeah. well. So anybody else that uh, listens in. Again, it doesn't necessarily, you don't have to be a, um, a business owner. Um, so, you know, similar to Tom, he's a guy that has a bunch of experience and, and sees things in the neighborhood they can provide information for. Reach out. We'd love to chat with you. We'd love to have you on. And um, we'll, uh, we're excited to uh, have the next one next week. Awesome. Yeah. Have a good night, guys. Ciao.